Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome in. PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock. I don't sound like dog shit today. Don't. It's it's back. And just in time. I don't sound like dog shit. Who's going to be more dog shit in 2023, Bo Brock? We're talking about the odds for the best first-rounder cards in Houston Texans. Slow period, albeit right now, as we await our big, grand Thursday schedule release show, 4.30 p.m. time here, Arizona. Put it on your calendar. But in the meantime, Bo Brock, I don't know if you knew this or not, Monty Austin Ford heisted the Houston Texans for a non-quarterback and in doing so secured the Houston Texans' 2024 first-round pick. So let me ask you, off the top of the show, better first-rounder next year in terms of Where's it going to be? Higher first round pick Cardinals or Houston Texans? I'm going to give the edge to the Arizona Cardinals out of the gates. Look, I I didn't want to have to do that. That's on you for the way that you posed that question. And you kind of put me (laughs) threw me under the bus, but no, I I think it's going to be tough. I mean, they just released today kind of because we know who the opponents are. We don't know where they're going to, how they're going to place all these games, right? They're going to reveal that on Thursday, but the Arizona Cardinals, albeit they have a fourth place schedule, yeah, just like the Houston Texans, it's a lot tougher. Like the Houston Tex- Texans, as far as the division they play in, the AFC South, it's the worst division in football. So you've ar- automatically got six games that you know at some point can be a t- coin toss. I mean, the AFC yeah. South. Will Levis is the oldest starting quarterback potentially in that division. <laughs> you got yeah. Trevor Lawrence, who's twenty three. Levis is twenty three, and then you got the the young guns and Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. Uh, and and they they don't play really anybody. I was looking at this the schedule for for the Texans. Listen to this just dog meat schedule that they've got. So uh, they do have they they're scheduled to play the Bengals. They're scheduled to play the Ravens. That's those are tough teams. But then you look at it, they start to get into the NFC South, another poo poo division. So yeah. you've got the Bucks. We'll see what happens with the Saints if they get better quarterback play. But it's just not a good. It, it there's just not a very tough run for the Houston Texans, not as tough as you would like as an Arizona Cardinals fan that hold their first round pick and their third round pick for next year. So, uh, and and then you look at the Cardinals and it's, it's tough because they play not only the NFC West teams like the San Francisco 49ers. And of course the Seattle Seahawks who were ahead of schedule on the rebuild, but then they play the NFC East, which emerged last year. And then, and then the AFC North, which has, the Bengals and the Ravens and the Steelers. So it's, it's, I just think the edge early on before seeing Jonathan Gannon coach and looking at what this roster shaped up like with your franchise quarterback on the mend, I give the edge to the Cardinals. So I was about to make fun of the Houston Texans saying, well, they, they couldn't even win back-to-back games last year. Well, the Cardinals didn't, didn't do that either. Um, uh-huh. And all three of Houston's wins, by the way, well, they had three and then they had a tie. Guess where they all came from? Uh, the shit burger that is the AFC South. So they <laughs> tied the beginning of last year. They tied the Colts 20 to 20 and they, everybody threw a victory parade. Then they beat the Jaguars in week five. And then they didn't win a game again until like week 16. They beat the Titans. And then the finale, of course, they beat the Colts in the finale, 32 yeah. to 31, um, which was the Levy Smith revenge game where he cost them Bryce Young, which is still low key hilarious. I'm going to disagree with you. 
for a couple different reasons. I think the Cardinals, again, I'm on this mindset. Like, I think they have the most influx over under based on like competing variables. Like, Kyler Murray's health is he healthy in September? Is he healthy in, in November? Is Buda Baker on the team? Is DeAndre Hopkins on the team? Right. If, if they're on the team and we're screwing around and it's Halloween, like they're going to be competitive because those are elite players. Mm-hmm. Like, who's elite for the Houston Texans, like that their season is predicated on? Like, I like CJ Stroud. I think he's going to be a nice player long term. Do I think with this 13 or excuse me, three and 13 team r- rocking with Robert Woods and John Mechie and company, he's going to light the world on fire? I do not. I also think their defense. I love Will Anderson Jr. I think he will be elite. He's not elite yet. I mean, they're starting Malik Collins and Sheldon rankings. They're linebacking. Cor- I mean, we bitch and complain and moan about the Cardinals defensive line. Like their <laughs> defensive line could be worse. Their secondary certainly is worse. They don't have a right. Buddha. They don't have a Jalen Thompson. Um, I think Cardinals have better personnel top to bottom than Houston. And I also think Bo Brock, even though we're going to talk about straight strength of schedule here in a yeah. second, like the, the, the quarterbacks dictate the AFC. That is not the case in the NFC. And if the Cardinals have the X factor and Kyler Murray, and that's what I'm banking this on. Like if Kyler doesn't play, let's say mm-hmm. he set back or they're just like, it's not worth it, which would be terrible, right? Then you could, you're going to pencil me down as somebody that's going to say this team's going to have at minimum a top three pick. Yeah. But if Kyler Murray's playing next year in the NFC, the NFC with, you know, Brock Purdy and Geno Smith and whatever the hell Washington's doing right. All these teams that think they can screw around with C plus B minus quarterbacks and contend. And you have Kyler Murray and Jonathan Gannon with big chips on their shoulder. I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but like, could I see them win six, seven, eight games? Of course I could. In the NFC, the terrible NFC. So that, that to me is when you're Houston and you got to play, the elites, it, even though your division isn't great, mm. around the landscape of the AFC, everybody else has big boy elite franchise. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is in the AFC now, and they're an afterthought. So to me, I just I go back to who are the quarterbacks they're going to play. I don't care about strength of schedule. Quarterbacks, 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 and Houston will face infinitely more franchise elite level quarterbacks than the Cardinals were. And for that reason, Bo, I think Houston will have the higher pick. The the only reason I can I can the best thing I case I can make and Agent Forty Seven is already alluding to it in the chat saying uh, as far as C J Stroud uh, they're playing a rookie quarterback they're going to be top five he said it a couple times he's not sure if Stroud's going to be good long term and I think that he has every right to be skeptical about C J Stroud especially year one because I I was looking at the the Ohio State quarterback thing it's real. I mean, they haven't produced outside, you know, Justin Fields might be the best, but when you look at the the quarterbacks that they've produced, I was looking it up Troy Smith in 2007. uh, He was a fifth rounder. He went four and four, had like 1,700 yards, eight touchdowns, five picks. Terrell Pryor, remember when he was a quarterback? He threw nine touchdowns, 12 picks. He was three and seven as a starter. Cardell Jones won a national championship. Uh, He was a fourth round pick. Less than 100. No, Cardell Jones is alive. The next guy is not. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, I'm sorry. He was the one that's untimely death. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was 3-10 and as a starter. Justin Fields is 5-20 and as a starter. Combined, Ohio State quarterbacks are 15-41, and dating back to Troy Smith. So, Ohio State quarterbacks haven't translated to wins at the pro level. So, that's the one thing where I'll say, okay, CJ Stroud, year one, there, there is that, there is something to it to where that system doesn't produce immediate results. So maybe the Arizona Cardinals, like, could Houston still be a bottom dweller and even a, a porous AFC South? Sure, but they should be able to sneak out a couple wins. And like we've seen how competitive it is at the top of the draft. Like we were there living it at the end of the Cardinals season where a win goes a long way and can drop you from a top three team to a team picking sixth or seventh or eighth. It's it's really crazy how competitive and tight it is. Their number one receiver is Robert Woods, who the LA Rams, the Bobby Trees. Yeah. I mean, their, their, their team has maybe the worst set of skilled players in the NFL. And we talked about it yesterday, like the Cardinals via Mike Clay of ESPN, they think they've got a top six receiving core. They've spent the most on their wide receiving core. Does that matter? They've got Damian Pierce, does Houston, he's coming off an injury. Like, I, I think I think that's real. You're not setting your quarterback up for success, and everybody's no. like, well, where are the weapons for C.J. Stroud? And I, 
I think it's twofold. I don't think Houston defensively is going to be very good because they're converting to a new defense. Lovey Smith ran a very different defense than what D'Amico Ryans is going to do. It's a completely different scheme. That's going to take time. I think D'Amico Ryans is going to do a good job, and I think C.J. Stroud's a, a really good prospect. But we're talking about projecting over 12 to 18 months as compared to, yeah, this fall, I think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be really bad. Let's and I don't, care so. that I don't care that their division is middling. You're, you're telling me right now under Doug Peterson, year two, Jacksonville's not going to win 12 games. Of course they are. They're going to sweep that division. Even with Tennessee's uncertainty, give me Mike Frabel over D'Amico. But I, I want you to realistically look at the evidence. I want you to be in a, a jury of 11 of your other peers, and you've got to determine which has the tougher road in 2023, right? So they, the NFL research released the strength of schedule going into okay. this year, right? Let's take a look at that as far as the Cardinals versus the, the Houston Texans. And it's got the Cardinals 11th. They're fourth place schedule has them 11th strengths of schedule mm, uh, just outside it, the top 10 looking in it's over 500 combined from last year 148 136 and three that's a 519 win percentage and then you've got the texans 30th this is a true fourth place schedule 123 163 and two that's a 40 431 uh, win percentage combined from their the opponents that they're going to face from last season. Now, last season doesn't mean this season, but then you look at the Arizona Cardinals as far as the roster and how it's been built this offseason and cleaned up. It's a, been a necessary evil for Monty Fort, but the reality that there's not going to be a Kyler Murray for at least a couple weeks. You're looking at, you're staring down David Blau, Colt McCoy, maybe a Clayton Toon at for the now, quarterback for now, position. For now. You know, it, it's just... If if you if you were if somebody put you know under pressure to say who's got a better chance of of finishing with a worse record the Cardinals or the Texans right now on May eighth May 9th, what are you gonna say? What's the evidence tell you? The evidence tells me that the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> it's hard to be really bad when you have yeah. elite players. Houston does not have that contingent to fall back. That Houston's roster is its roster. There's a good chance it gets worse because if guys go down, they're dipping into their practice squad. Again, I go back to if if I could sign up right now, like if Kyler Murray comes back mid-October, that's most of the season. He misses a month. He misses four games. You're telling me out of a 17-game season, like I get 13 games of Kyler Murray, we're going to be competitive in most of those. And then you you talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Is he on the team? And they just wait to cut him or release him or trade him either at the deadline or in the offseason. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if Kyler Murray is back playing well and DeAndre Hopkins is in the lineup, they're not they're not trading DeAndre Hopkins. I think the contingent with D-Hop is training camp, somebody goes down and they move him, or if Kyler Murray is not back and they can't use him. If D if K1 and D-Hop are connecting and it's Halloween, like you're not getting rid of D-Hop. And I watched those two individuals basically by themselves get this team to competitiveness in Kingsbury's second and third year. It was K, it was K1 and D-Hop and then a little bit of J.J. Watt mixed in to Gavinas, the defense. That was mm -hmm. it. So I, I, I know we're a couple of years removed from that, and Kyler's coming off major injury, but you're telling me I get I get Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and Buda Baker's motivated, proving people wrong. Like, the, Buda Baker would be the best defender on the Houston Texans. DeAndre Hopkins would be the best player offensively for Houston. Kyler Murray's way better than C.J. Stroud. Like, those are factors I'm going to take in. I also think, by the way, the L.A. Rams, their their team is basically whittled together with mm. a couple aging players, and then you can make an argument, the worst you know collection of talent in the NFC West, even more so than the Cardinals. San Francisco, there's uncertainty with Brock Purdy's health and what's going on with Trey Lance. They may be starting Sam Darnold. And Geno Smith, like had Cliff Kingsbury had his act together those two games. Like the Cardinals should have at least split with with Geno Smith last year. I know they have an influx of talent. Yeah. I, I I think the Cardinals are getting two in the division. I think they're going two and four. Which if if that's the case with a fourth place schedule, they got to get to six wins. They only got to win four other games. I don't well, think Houston's yeah. Six wins. It's it sparks an interesting conversation because when you look at the the numbers that that was released today by NFL Research is, is a bit jarring just because you look at the strength of schedule. But yeah. let's I wanted to do this exercise because how how tough is their schedule really going to be? And, and you have to kind of look at the opponents as you started to kind of break down the NFC West. So let's go to our friends over at Tier Maker and let's get Tier into Maker. the Arizona Cardinals opponents 
for 2023. Producer Jacob got this all set up. Now, we, we have all the teams in the NFL on this list, all the teams that they're not playing, including themselves, the Arizona Cardinals there on the bottom. And then you see all the teams here below that. Uh, we'll rank these in tiers. So you got the contenders, you got the playoff teams, you got the mids, and you've just got the plain bad. Let's start here. We'll just go with the Chicago Bears, Johnny. I think we both agree this is a bad team despite all bad the moves team. that they've made. Bad team, sad team, not a good team. A team that, <laughs> listen, everybody, we talked about yesterday, everybody loves, we love Matt Eberflus. They had the number one pick. They had the number one pick. They're terrible. They're, they're a bad team, and they're going to stay a bad team at least this year. And it looks like, so this is going, yeah, so let's go with the next one. The Cincinnati Bengals are clearly a contender. Anytime yeah. they got Joe Burr, they Hold got out. the best receiving core in the league. They are a true contender. That's uh, that's easy enough for us. So the first two, done, right? Bengals, yeah. contenders, Bears, bad. bad. Uh, up next on the list, the Cleveland Browns. This is a team that I would put in as mid, Johnny. Yeah. The definition of mid, and I like the Cardinals' chances because they took Drew Petzing. They know this staff well. They're going to be starting to Sean Watson, which I mean, he's he's an electric playmaker when he's right. But they're a mid team. They're an eight nine team, a seven and ten team. Yeah, and I'll say this for the Bears that they have a ceiling of mid, don't you think? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So they're bad right now. Have a ceiling of mid. The Browns, they're mid. They have a. They could drop down back to bad. Or they, they could might, be a playoff. They yeah, could they the could playoff. turn. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco put them right up there in the contenders. I don't you, care what's yeah, going on. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, hang man. on a second, Mr. Jacob. Sam Darnold could be their quarterback come September. There's rumors right now. Darnold is already, according to friend of the program, Rap Sheet. This isn't Joe Blow at SamFran.net. Rap Sheet came out and basically said. Darnold is is better than Trey Lance, which uh, we know Trey Lance is a mega bus. We thrive in it. And then also Brock Purdy has uh, – they're trying to do like T2 Terminator robot arm. He can't even throw a football yet. Put, I, I'm hesitant to put them in a contender spot when you look at the Lance. Like you have to have a quarterback. And I – is Sam Darnold going to quarterback this team with Brock Purdy can't throw? I'm fine with putting him in contender, but I think they're closer to just a, a playoff team than a contender, in my opinion. You don't think they're going to win the NFC, despite the quarterback play, they're going to win the NFC West outright, correct? It's not a, yeah, but you're a playoff. You're not a contender. Okay. You could All be, right, fine. You could be Throw them in the playoff seed. team. Thank Throw you. them in the playoff team. Thank I thought, you. when's the last time Shanahan's had elite teams back? Like, they got expectations now. Everything I heard last spring was Trey Lance was going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. I wanted to throw up. PFF had him as a sleeper MVP candidate. Guy can't play. Can't play. <laughs> Let's see what everybody's saying. Pick and spread saying they're contenders. Stop. Jalen Blair. What's he saying? I don't care what the quarterback, the QB is in San Francisco. The defense will take in the NFC championship game. No uh, I like what, what, what Jose I'm said. That's look what contender. Jose said. Jose, look at Jose's next comment. There you go. Niners are nothing without the Miko Ryan's. That remains to be seen. New DC there. Familiar face. Good old Steve Wilkes. Stevie Boy Stevie is boy. There in San Francisco. I saw him at the, uh, he was in the crowd at the Lakers Golden State game. I thought you were going to say he was, at, he was at the country concert at State Farm Stadium. Why is, <laughs> was, why is he in Arizona? Let's continue this. Uh, we got the, we got the, are the Colts, the, they don't play the Colts. The Colts are snuck their way on. I there. think I made a mistake there. I think I had Colts instead of Eagles. I think okay. they do play yep. the Eagles. All right, we're good there. Uh, Dallas Cowboys playoff, uh, playoff team. team. Yeah, I think you can say they're a playoff team. I, they had a pretty decent draft. Um, I I hate to say it, but I can't deny it. Falcons are bad. They've been bad. Arthur Smith's a bad coach. He should have lost to David Blau, the magic man, when the Cardinals were trying to purposely lose games at the end of the year. They're not mid. I don't care how good <laughs> B. John Robinson is. They're going to be the most fun six-win team in the NFL, but you're still winning six teams. You are, in fact, bad, a.k.a. ass. Put them down with the Bears. They are not competitive. Okay. Uh, dude from Cincinnati is their QB, the little popcorn arm quarterback. No thanks. Yeah, your boy Desmond Ritter. Uh, speaking mm -hmm. of popcorn or armed quarterbacks, let's go to old Danny Dimes in the New York Giants. Mid. Mid. Yeah, it, it, I mean, they are. they could be a playoff team, but I think they fall from grace to a mid. We're gonna keep I, it. I don't. I don't see. I don't foresee the the NFC East getting three teams in the postseason again this year. They snuck up on. Look, Dayball's fantastic, but I, I think they're they're back down to earth. They're not going to be a terrible team, but I, I still think their talent level is low. I don't like the move for Darren Waller this offseason. I think they should have traded for D Hop. 
Uh, and they paid Danny Dimes over $40 million, just an egregious decision. The, All right, the, so purgatory, Cuban purgatory. This one's going to be fun. Uh, as you mentioned, the Los Angeles Rams. This I wish we could put below bad. They're they're atrocious. We'll see. They they still have they still Wait, have the option uh of, you know, Stafford and uh Cooper Cup. Yeah, there we go. There they are. Los Angeles Rams just because we like to throw salt in the wound. They're in the awful category. They're below bad. Uh, they they still have that those hang the, on the hang duo, on. duo the battery we should call of, of Stafford Cup but that's it yeah they're they're between awful and bad but their ceiling is mid Don Donald Cooper Cup and and Staff like does anybody think Stafford's going to make the it defense is so bad Stetson I'm, Bennett is going to play games for them this year you Stetson Bennett's going to be out there this one I think is a contender Baltimore Ravens. I'll throw them in contention there with sure, Lamar Jackson. Fine. I think that they are contenders, at, even though they haven't shown that yet. They just seem like a team that's on the rise this offseason. Look at the look at the trend though. The contenders. What conference do they play in, Bill Brock? Oh, it's not the trash NFC conference. It's the AFC where the yeah, Houston Texans. Both whoa, whoa, those whoa. teams in our contenders are AFC North opponents. I mean that that's who the Cardinals. That's that's the reality of the schedule. They've got to face that that uh, that division. I, you know what? Yeah, okay. So the Seahawks, where do we want to throw these guys? Mid or playoff mid. team? They're mid. They're the definition of mid. Uh, again, very similar to the Giants. Where <laughs> I love the doing Johnny. I mean, you the can't team. even give them their flowers for making the postseason last year. Awesome. I thought they had a good draft. Congrats, congrats guys. Congrats, <laughs> Gino. Uh, I, hey, congrats, Gino Smith. Uh, time to wake wake up. If your quarterback's Danny Dimes or Gino Smith, you're, you're not going anywhere. Listen, I think I think Mr. Ranger in- saying Ravens but not Niners is a good point. But I'm uh, w- this is a collaboration, so I'm going off with my co-host as well. And he doesn't. The want Niners the could be starting of- Sam Darnold. <laughs> I'm factoring the injury because everybody's yeah. counting out the Cardinals because the quarterback factoring the injury that hap- that's happened two times the last two years for the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. When Lamar Jackson's in there. You get that. You get good quarterback play. Okay, Steelers bad quarterback play with uh, Kenny Pickett. They're mid. either bad or mid. Tomlin's too good. Like they, they're five hundred every year. He, can, he can get even the middest results with a bad team. Which that's, yeah, a, win, you, that's yeah. a winnable game, though. Yeah, let's right let's now. quickly throw the Texans in bad. Yep. Shoot, throw Washington in bad. Yep. Uh, they could be awful. They could quickly be awful. Hang on for Philadelphia. Sam Hell. Okay. Guess who has the hardest strength of schedule this year in the NFL? That would be the Philadelphia Eagles. They lost both coordinators. They lost their DC and waiting and Nick Rollis. They were gutted with a bunch of defensive talent. Everybody's loving what they got with Georgia. And I think their draft's going to be good in time. Put the Eagles in contention. I'm going to tell you right now, the easiest team to fade bet MGM or otherwise for win totals next year is the Philadelphia Eagles bet the under that's, that's a team that's got nine wins. What's it coming out of the, what is it? 10 and a half. Yeah, or 11 and a half, nine wins win. all. And I love Jalen Hurts. Nick Sirianni is a big time fraud. They He's losing both coordinators. Their team has been got. You don't lose both coordinators and suddenly, oh, we're great again. So I'm going to tell you right now, that, that's right, Agent 47. The people understand they're a contender with an asterisk. I love, by the way, like there's no dynasty on here. There's not Kansas City. Like there, there are these teams that people think are going to be good. But there's big fat caveats, San Francisco and Philadelphia. So, yeah, let's let's put that little sweet. <laughs> what's that? What's that? <laughs> just a contender with an asterisk, as you'd ask. Jacob, uh, just, listen, I, I'm 35 years old. I've been watching the NFL for a long time. It's not as cut and dry as a lot of people want to think. OK, remember, remember the one team that had so much success the previous year, they had two coordinator changes and they got their doors blown off to start the season. The Tennessee Titans. Remember that? the Cardinals went into Nashville there there's a there is going to be some growing pains for the for the big bad Philadelphia Eagles but yeah okay contender with a with an asterisk I'm fine with that I look at this schedule and I'm gonna say, I'm telling you right now like this this is this is a team if the Cardinals have their players they could surprise people and no one wants to hear that because everybody's penciling them for Caleb Williams next April Washington Houston Atlanta the Bears dog shit teams that you could easily beat. And then you screw around in your own division. I, I'm not here to sell hope to people. I'm keeping it real. I host a bench mm. show 
every day at noon, trying to put money in people's pockets. Phase the Eagles, phase the Texans, bet the Cardinals over. Bet the Cardinals over, by the way, is like four and a half. That's free. That's free money right now. Here's here's the biggest issue with this when you look at uh, especially the bad teams that yeah. we've identified here: the Bears, the Falcons, the Texans, in Washington. Is I think the Cardinals only have one home game. I think they only face the Falcons at home. That's Everybody funny. else is on the road. So it's like, sure, you're facing some bad teams, but then you're going to have to travel across the country, go to BFE Maryland, and just outside of DC, and play you know, the Commanders. I'm not I sure mean, you're you're aware of this or not, but the Cardinals, fun fact, have won one home game in the last decade. <laughs> I know. Is it? Is it? Uh, well, I want to get into that too, and maybe we'll. We, if we can figure out maybe the ideal first five games for the Cardinals in probably a nightmare, a worst case scenario for the Arizona Cardinals first five games, but the win total, according to multiple betting sites, including BetMGM, Johnny four and a half, you're thinking hammer the over on that. Yeah. Hammer it over with our friends at BetMGM. Uh, you can get a ton of quality NFL future bets right now. Also right now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season into this fall. Of course, we're going to have every single game for the Arizona Cardinals at BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Line at State Farm Stadium. And then how about tonight? Hello. Watch along party. BetMGM watch party at the landscape at State Farm Stadium with our friends at PHNX Suns. We're going to have special offers, giveaways, announcements, tons of good food and great times. Great vibes. Come help us cheer on. The Phoenix Suns as they take on the Denver Nuggets in the pivotal game five. The Suns away playoff watch parties are presented by Neutral. How about this? Right after the show, happy hour pricing. $6 rally, the Valley Margaritas. Hello. Great stuff, including our knockout nights, Cornhole League, May through August, first Friday of every month. Uh, giveaways, specials, drink specials, food specials, BetMGM prizes. If you haven't signed up yet with BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers, by the way, depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience in particular, you're going to get $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. Check the links in the show notes for details. Now listen to our guy, my friend Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Big cheers to our uh, PHNX Suns crew out there tonight at the Ben MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Big cheers to our friends over at Four Peaks. Continue to do it 25 years later. They're celebrating 25 years here in the Valley of the Sun. They've been crushing it. If you think about Arizona, you think about, of course, all our great sports teams. And, of course, you think about Four Peaks Brewing Company. Kilt Lifters, the flagship. It's great. It's on tap out there at BetMGM. It's also on tap at Four Peaks. They've got the Bourbon Barrel Kilt Lifter, which is unbelievably smooth. Fantastic. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. I know when I'm going to be putting my feet up and watching the Suns game tonight on Fubo TV, I'm going to be drinking a Wow Joy Bus Wheat, the number one wheat beer in the state of Arizona. That's going to be what my night looks like. Also, uh, Four Peaks, they've got some great events going on, like they're uh, doing teacher appreciation. So check out what's going on. It's it's going on all week, but thank a teacher and nominate them. Win grants, four peaks swag, and a grand prize of a custom makeover of their teacher's lounge at school. That's going on through May 12th. Go to fourpeaksforteachers.org and nominate a teacher or donate. It's great. Also, they got a good event going on with the D-backs, four peaks, four seats. One lucky winner will get four seats in an upcoming Diamondbacks game. Tickets come with D-Bucks, so you can grab some food, ice-cold wow wheat, or hop knot. And you can enter by going at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram. They got the link in the bio there. Check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub on your socials. Keep up with Arizona's, of course, hometown brewery. Got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and you got to drink it responsibly. Um, so I've been in the lab lately, um, here at the Maricopa <laughs> Gold's gym. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to take my shirt off for the audience cause I want people to continue tuning in, but somebody that has their shirt off regularly, Bo Brock is the, uh, Arizona Cardinals current all pro safety Buda Baker. He's also been in the lab. 
So much so that uh, our man has abs, it looks like, on his back. Um, Buda Baker posting this on Twitter briefly before showtime today. <laughs> hate me or love me, you're going to respect me. All this work I'm putting in, the hate don't affect me. Um, I, number one, we love you, Buddha. We don't hate you. And number two, good God, what is happening with Buddha? What is going on? Buddha, I think, could snap your arm with just his back muscles alone. Yeah. You, like yeah. you put your arm by his back muscles, he could just, just snap it right in half. Or yeah. I think maybe his back, he could strangle a full-sized elk. Um, he is a man on a mission. He's motivated. Um, and I hope he's motivated to play for the Arizona Cardinals because you, you, you see what he's been doing. He obviously wants more money. The Cardinals are hesitant to give him more money. Uh, I don't think that's the case forever, but I also think that they're not going to move him. The, the time to move him has passed and he's going to be under contract for the team, at least for the next, you know, six to eight months. So, uh, I, I love I love what I'm seeing. I, I love when players get picked, pissed off and they go and they take it out on the opponents because the Cardinals, if they need anything, they need Buda Baker because Hopkins could be dealt at any moment, you know, regardless of what they say. And, and Kyler Murray's not healthy. Well, who's mm-hmm. that leave? That leaves one guy, and it's number three, Bo. Yeah, I, it, it is crazy where he, I don't know. It's, it's this quote. I don't know anybody that hates Buda Baker. I think he's right. universally beloved. I mean, yeah. I know that there's a, kind of a stalemate as far as his contract goes, but the organization still, they love Buda Baker, uh, you know, yeah. enough to make him the number one, you know, safety, the highest paid safety in the NFL. They don't love him that much, but they still love him as a player. Uh, and as far as business sense, uh, it doesn't make sense to to give him a new deal, but Still, he's putting in the work. Uh, he got a. He's been training away from the facility. Him and Jalen Thompson. I know it's cliche, but those these guys are in the best shapes of their careers, and yeah. that's scary to think about. Yeah. So, uh, let me Baker, I know. I know you're not supposed to use your back when you move or pick up things, but when you have a back that strong, just I would be picking everything up. Not no legs involved, just all back. So Buda Baker right now, according to our friends at Over the Cap, is about the seventh ranked paid safety in the NFL. And a lot of that was predicated on when he got his deal. I'm going to ask you, Bo, off the top of your head, we got these six players ahead of him, whether or not you would take Buda Baker over these players. You ready? Rapid fire. Yeah. All right. Buda Baker or Justin Simmons of the Broncos? Take Simmons. Uh, He's 30 years old. Okay. Uh, Buda Baker, Harrison Smith who's 34 years old, has a Buddha. bigger, more inflated contract. All right, how about Buda Baker, Jesse Bates the third, And he just got paid. Falcon. Yeah. Um, probably Buda. Your card. Okay. Buda Baker or Jamal Adams? I think you know. <laughs> Don't even justify that with a response. $70 million. He's 28 years old. Uh, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick is number two at 27. Buda or Minka? Yeah, probably I would probably take Minka just because he takes the ball away. Yeah, and then number one, uh Derwin James, 27 as well, uh at 76 million dollar total contract value bow. Yeah, I'd take Derwin. And I, I think the common theme is Derwin James, Mika Fitzpatrick, Jamal Adams, Harrison Smith, and Justin Simmons bow, they're all the same age or older than Buda Baker, and they have more money coming to them. But look at some of those teams, Steelers aren't winning. You know, the Seahawks regret that contract. Falcons aren't winning. Harrison Smith, that contract has an age well, and the and the Broncos aren't winning. So you can make an argument. You can pay your safety, but is it going to result in wins long term? I think I think it's smart to take this year to year. And I think I, I would put Buddha in the top three of five, you know. But I think what he means for this team yeah. is to have all of you know TJ Watt to lean on. Like the Cardinals need Buddha Baker more than yeah, absolutely do. Safeties. Yeah, and, and like the me selecting some of those and picking some of those safeties over him is not an indictment on, on Boo no. Baker whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I I there's no chance I'm taking Harrison Smith. He's thirty four years old. <laughs> it's just an, it's, it's but the only thing I would say, like I give the edge on most of those guys is because of their coverage abilities. It's just right. a little bit better than Buddha, who is is more kind of a physical, more of a physical uh, run stopper than well, those other guys. And I think to your point is that that's why there's been some caution from folks to extend Buddha into his thirties. Is that how is his game going to translate long term? Because he's not somebody like Justin Simmons has what five picks a year when he's healthy. I mean, he, yeah. he's a, he he's a six difference last maker. year. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just not Buddha's thing. Buddha will have a couple, two to three, maybe, but some of these guys, Derwin James, they, they take the ball away consistently 
Buddha does that, but just, you know, in a different way. So I don't know. I still would love to see Buddha. I want to, I'm, if I'm going to pull a trigger on a Jersey, it, it will be Buddha Baker, all white from the team store or from, you know, NFL shop.com. But I want assurance that like, I need to see a picture of Buddha and Gannon, like embracing and having yeah. a great time. And then I'm going to place my order for all white number three. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. The Cardinals just did release. You're not going to see Buddha this week, but they've got rookie mini camp officially going nice. on. Uh, they'll have practice going on Friday. We're going to talk to some of the players on Thursday. I think rounds two through four. We'll hear from those guys. But no, I yeah, Buddha Baker remains motivated, and I I would fully expect uh, him being the consummate pro to be in there uh, when when the time does come for mandatory mini camp and the rest of the squad. Uh, do you think it's interesting that the Cardinals claimed a ex-Eagle defensive back to join Buda Baker in their Desert Bowl Brock, according to Field Yates? Uh, the Cardinals—that's no, official. The Cardinals made the they they released that it's official claim okay. uh, that they got this player back. Uh, he, he's he'd been on the practice squad a couple times before between 2019 and uh, in 2020. Uh, Andre Sachere, uh, he comes back primarily played teams for Philly, but I guess he is a JG guy and, and they got a good relationship. Well, he's 27. He began his career as an undrafted rookie with the Texans, you know, hence the undrafted guys. He's been in the NFL for a hot minute, had a cup of coffee with Detroit. He's been, he's bounced around, but I, Gannon, they love those undrafted defensive backs. Um, and again, that's why there may be some hesitancy, albeit this is a special teamer to pay big money to defensive backs. We saw what, what they do in the NFL draft. They use their first two picks on premium positions, left tackle and edge rusher. Uh, it's curious to see if that continues. I think that it does. It's also going to be curious how fast I can get to Circle K after this broadcast, pick up my snacks and delicacies before PHNX Suns tips off tonight, Nuggets Suns. If you haven't been to Circle K, what are you waiting for? We're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, and premium gas. Again, it's a point of emphasis. Circle K, it's America's thirst stop. Ever heard of it? Best iced coffee, $1.89. 12 packs of beer, $9.99. Red Bull, Monster Energy drinks. Buy two, get one free. Fast Twitch, 12-ounce bottles. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's fantastic. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff we got going on right now with Circle K. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club. Get a buy one, get one free offer of a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Again, double fist those uh, Polar Pops, unsweetened iced tea for your boy. Head to CircleK.com slash store locator. That's CircleK.com slash store locator. Circle K nearest to you, Bo. Yeah, and OG's, our favorite Arizona cannabis kitchen, continues to be innovative in their field. They're rolling out new flavor lineup. You're not going to want to miss out on this. Uh, they just dropped that the new generation of OG's gummies, uh, the cannabis infusion company, is revamping that flavor lineup. Just like the Cardinals roster, they're revamping things, but you know they're coming from an elite place as they uh, continue to, they started to put together the fruits and the creams, but they've got yeah. some flavors coming out. Uh, red apple, peach. Meanwhile, the company's classics like blackberries and cream, you can still find them along with the new peaches and cream flavor. Look out for these new products, of course, to keep up with all the great products from our friends over at OG's. Go to ogsbrands.com. That's ogsbrands.com. They got something for everybody, including like if you're looking for something to help you get to sleep and keep you asleep, they've got this, the sleep time gummy, which has that. And you got the happy balance gummy, the strawberries and cream. Can't go wrong with that. Check them out on your socials as well at OG's Brands. That's at OG's Brands. You got to be 21 years or older if you're going to go seek them out at your, your local dispensary. So I teased it earlier in the show that the NFL has prop bets and future bets on our friends at BetMGM Sportsbook. So right now, conference championship winner via our friends at BetMGM, Eagles plus 275. Niners plus 350. I go all the way down the lowest odds in the conference significantly plus 8,000 for the Arizona Cardinals fall by the Buccaneers at plus 4,000, the commanders plus 3,000 
and then the Rams at plus 3,000. And then I flipped to the AFC bow, the Texans plus 6,600 to reach and win the conference championship. So we love our friends at BetMGM Sportsbook, but according to according to them, like Cardinals are the worst team right now. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough to, to buck that without playing games. And, you know, I don't think anybody, nothing's going to happen between now and then to change that. So that, that's going to be something that's the reality that Cardinals fans are going to have to live with. There's going to be a lot of that until, you know, they, they change it with their actions on the field. And it's going to come down to JG and coaching up this roster that, you know, on paper isn't going to blow anybody away. So it's it yeah if if I I wouldn't say hey there's value there because it, there's still a long way to go as far as the Cardinals improving and, and changing the narrative around this organization and it's it's gonna take take a while and, and you know I can appreciate people being confident and, and pulling for their team and we're pulling for them too because their success will translate to I'm sure success for for this community and and be getting something excited to talk about each and every week but. Uh, and every day in this show's case, but this is this is going to be something that this national narrative is not going away until they really prove something on the field. Uh, you're going to see a lot of numbers that are that are going to be depressing for Cardinals fans between now and the start of the regular season. I want to get to a couple of these super chats. JT, two dollars super chat. Go Suns! Thank you so much, JT. Go Suns! Indeed. Make sure you stick around. For PHNX Suns pregame show coming up in just a few hours. Also, pick and spreads, friend of the program, $5 super chat. I need motivation to write a seven page paper. Good hell. To tell me what to, to tell to tell me to do it because I just don't want to. I graduate with my associates on Friday. So, last paper, yeah. Well, congrats, pick and spreads. It's Kudos awesome. To you. Um, well, you're, the best way to bone up for a good paper is with PHNX Cardinals first to get those creative juices flowing, and then <laughs> you know, go to Circle K, get a couple energy drinks, and then and then hammer away. You, I'm guessing you're a young fella. You know, minimal responsibilities. Focus in on the paper. Stay up late. Do what you need yeah. to do, and then you too could be on PHNX Cardinals one day as an undersized grown adult man. I mean, if it's if it's a seven page paper on Monty Austinfort nailing the 2023 NFL draft, it should be easy. You just crank that thing right out about how he set this team up for success. He got some premium positions early on. I mean, you could you could churn out seven pages easy peasy. But uh, I wanted to pay off a tease from earlier because we didn't get to it. I, I just as far as nightmare in, in best case scenarios, because we're going to know what the schedule officially looks like this time Thursday, right? We're going to do our schedule release party. And I just, I was looking at their opponents and, you know, you factor in, obviously you're not going to stack all the road games in the first five games. That's not realistic, but like I was thinking at like worst case scenario for the Cardinals, if, if you don't want them to completely bottom out would be week one facing the Niners at any, you know, that would just be brutal to face San Francisco. The Ravens on the road would be bad week two. Bengals on the road. Dallas would come to Glendale. And then you got Philly on the road week five. That would be a nightmare case scenario for the Arizona Cardinals. That would be likely staring down an 0-5 start. Well, I'm going to disagree on, on something that you said. I think worst case scenario is to open up the season against Philly. But you're not going to probably do that. They're going to probably do a divisional matchup week one, as you mentioned. So I think they're, I think there's a good chance that they get the LA Rams, as you're going to touch on here in a second. Uh, I think they'd rather have Seahawks Niners week one. My issue is anytime you put JG with Philadelphia, and if that's a road game, and that's early in the season without Kyler Murray, we're going to have problems. We're going to have problems, and I don't want JG and and this. Uh, underutilized roster this you know underman roster get exposed i also feel like bo san francisco lost week one last year albeit with trey lance to justin fields and the chicago bears um, it was a monsoon it was but i also think <laughs> if you're gonna play niners play them early cardinals did a couple okay. years ago right after their super bowl season but i would you would need kyler murray like i don't it, it, david blau was commendable in the finale last year throwing that bomb to aj green but yeah no i to me it's Keep Philadelphia away from the start of the season, please. Push it to November, yeah. December, even if it's in Philly. I need Kyler Murray to to back Jonathan Gannon in that matchup. Yeah. So here's to so the counter to this would be ideal first five games would be week one against Houston. Yeah. 
on the road. You got the Falcons at home. Okay. Bears on the road. Mm-hmm. Rams anywhere. And Washington on the road. I agree with that. I also think, though, Rams later wouldn't be bad because there's a better chance that those those players start going down. I mean, Stafford and Cup and Donald are going to be their healthiest in September, you would assume. I think the best case scenario would be open the season against the Commanders um, if, if they're not doing divisional games. Sam Howell is their starting quarterback. <laughs> or Jacoby Brissett, who played under Drew Petzing, Bullbrock. I think you would have a pretty good idea what they want to do if you wanted to get a, an early dub, I would say Commanders or or Houston. Though one of those two teams, I think, is your best bet. NFC West is tough because there's, I mean, Gannon. We have high hopes, but like these other court, these other head coaches are elites. They've been to Super yeah. Bowls. They won Super Bowls. That's a problem when you're not playing with K one. K one is the mitigator for that. He takes care of that. He wipes out your mistakes. You're going into a you know a, a gunfight with a little kitchen knife with David Blau or Colt McCoy or you know God love him Clayton Toon. You better be able to pull out all the stops. That's going to be tough for Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. I saw on Twitter today that uh, Commanders fans were losing their mind at ESPN draft analyst Matt Miller because he compared. He said the comp for Sam Howell is Colt McCoy. And they completely lost their minds. They went insane. Didn't Sam Howell go in the third round? He went in the fifth round. Like what the? Did Sam Howell play last year? He played. played I think he threw 19 passes. And he one pick, one touchdown, 116. Like, come on, guys. What does Michael Evans keep asking about defense? What's he wanting? He wants to talk about defense. What do you want to talk about on defense? (laughs) We talked Buda Baker. We talked Jalen Thompson. I'm going to tell you right now, this this defense is going to be this. Gannon is going to make himself the scapegoat while the offense gets right. And because he wants to take the heat. We've talked about uh, Michael Evans on the show, if, if you haven't seen it. Go look at what Philadelphia did before Gannon's first year as the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. They drafted mostly offense. They were bad early defensively, and then they turned a corner around mid to late season, and then they were you know, record-setting fantastic this past year in route to the Super Bowl appearance. Gannon wants the arrows and the shots fired him at him early. And I also think Gannon, not that Petzine isn't a teacher, but like Gannon thrives with, undersized castaways underutilized misfits and it takes a little time to get them up and running and i think like the kazir whites of the world like they they thrive on this but it's going to take a little bit right and and you're going to see you know potentially your second and your early third round pick see a lot of reps get you know kind of thrown to the fire a little bit bj ujulari at the pass rush position and then garrett williams coming off an acl in the defensive secondary at least you would hope so because if if that's the case if if there's you know, uh, you know, any truth to what, what you're saying and outlining, you know, why not? Why not try to get those guys early looks and experience uh, and, and just kind of take their lumps now but and get those guys up to speed? And then you look at your linebacking core, it's like Kazir White, we'll see what they decide to do as far as Zayvon Collins. Is he going to be a guy that's going to be, you know, rushing the passer? Is he going to be an off-ball linebacker again? Uh, you've got, you know, a, a bunch of guys that, you know, they signed a special teamer today. They've got a bunch of special teamers already like in the fold, like Chris Barnes. Is he a guy that's going to be playing reps at linebacker, the defensive line, as you mentioned, probably the weakest position group on the team. So it's, um, it's going to be a, a big work in progress the entire season. No doubt about it. They will win games. They're not supposed to, and they will surprise people. I'm when we, when right we made that tier list, when what uh, what team, what what game are you eyeing as a potential it's a, upset? It's a great question. Um, I don't know. Like I like, I think they could beat the Steelers because I don't think much of Kenny Pickett. I think they could beat the Cleveland Browns, even if they have Deshaun Watson. Those are our mid teams. Yeah, but let's go upper echelon. What's what's the one team? What's your bold? Tough. It would have your. To, it would have to be in division, and I'll put. I don't think they're going to beat the Niners. I, I think they could beat both the LA Rams and the Seattle Seahawks at some point next year. Of course they could. Geno Smith. And again, I, I think the, the Niners for the regular season, their roster is, is bulletproof. Their, their roster is made for the regular season. Running the ball and defensive prowess, star players. The Niners, no, when they need a quarterback to win for them, they, they can't do it. That's why they've, they've capped out. They have, Niners have a ceiling. We've seen that. It's hard for them to get to the Super Bowl. 
Kaepernick was their most dynamic player. He got them to a Super Bowl. And then we saw it with um, who they go to the Super Bowl with under Kyle Shannon, Jimmy Garoppolo. And he threw what? Nine passes in the NFC championship game. Like the Niners have a ceiling. Um, so let's talk about our friends who do not have a ceiling. And it's our friends at Pins and Aces, by the way. If you guys haven't heard about this, we're going to be out at the Keeping at 100 Golf Tournament at Dobson Ranch on May 26th. Pins and Aces is going to be there. We're going to have tons of giveaways, prizes. You can check it all out right now on gophnx.com as well as pinsandaces.com. And better yet, if you want to rock some Pins and Aces gear, check out pinsandaces.com. Use that promo code PHNX, 50% off your first order. Get free shipping at pinsandaces.com. So real talk, I have a Pins and Aces t-shirt. I wear it regularly here in the Copa. I I told the show on bets today. I was in the drive-thru. At Dutch Bros, I had my shirt, and it's it's a it's a loud, vibrant shirt, right? It's it's peacocking, right? Because it's got a lot of cool colors. It's my jam, uh, and it's from Pins and Aces. The woman who was taking my order felt my material, my shirt. She liked the shirt so much, and you know, I thought I thought that was pretty special. She came into your car, like she came I, in. Like, I didn't. I had my elbow out the window. I was like, hey, what's up? She just me- touched it. Let me get my Palm Beach green tea, and then she just she said, "This is a nice shirt." What's she this? just touched you? Okay, that you're, she you're invaded making, your personal st- space. I welcomed it because I was. You said, "Hey, touch the material." Pin- no, I didn't ask to be touched. <laughs> I welcomed her as an ambassador of Pins and Aces. Yeah. And she's like, "This is a really nice shirt," and she came over and she touched it. And I'd say, "Hey, Listen, give me my drink. Don't touch me ever again." Okay, you ruined it. <laughs> but point of the story is, Pins and Aces elite great material. Let's not let's not get off. your 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 coffee fingers on my on my nice pens and aces shirt here let's respect personal space she touched it and she liked it she, that's that's for sure <laughs> strange We're, things are afoot at the uh maricopa dutch bros all good vibes all was good she vibes. on drug was she on molly no, no. <laughs> She loved the pins and aces. Hey, nice shirt. Let me just. That's, that's not at all what took place. You know, they're all, they have to be overly friendly at Dutch Bros, but she was just, she was. Well, that's too friendly, in my opinion. She was infatuated with, with the tea. Let's be real. Yeah. Tea so, so amazing that people can't keep their hands to themselves. You ruined, <laughs> ruined Maricopa uh, Dutch Bros for me now. <laughs> it's impossible. The place okay. is great. Yes. We love it. It is. Sponsor the show, Dutch Pros. Yeah. We also love our new uh, Suns Spiritual Tea. Make sure you check it out, the uh, PHNX Locker. Uh, we've got all our great uh, swag up there, phnxlocker.com. We've got our Cardinals Till We Die, Bird Gang Till We got, Die shirt up there as well. we got the nice one Johnny's wearing, the PHNX football shirt. Love this one. Can't go wrong with that, but yeah, you got to check out all the great swag we have at PHNX Locker. You'll have a Dutch Bros employee touching you if you're wearing this t-shirt, <laughs> I can guarantee it. Yeah, spiritual. Uh, one son once said it was spiritual out there on the court, uh, and you can see uh, on this shirt. And this, this might be one of my favorite shirts that we have going right now. It's a new release. So you can get it right now, PHNX Locker. Dot com. Get your swag for this fall when you're hanging out with us at the Ben MGM Sportsbook. But that's mm-hmm. where the PHNX Suns crew is tonight, hanging out, watching that game five of this huge series between the Suns and the Nuggets. Can't wait for that. Big thank you to everybody here tuning in on just a random Tuesday. We're past the draft. You're just listening to Johnny and I talk about Dutch Bros and Copa. Uh, and we appreciate all of you chiming in asking us to talk about defense, asking us to talk about whatever. We're going to be doing it all the way up till training camp and then things ramp up. Actually, we've got stuff ramping up this week, mandatory rookie mini camp. Uh, We're going to talk to the players and the coaches starting Thursday. So already Cardinals, after it seemed like it was a hiatus, they're ramping things up. We're ramping things up every day. PHNX Cardinals, PHNX Sports on YouTube. Subscribe, like this show right below. Give us the thumbs up button. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back manana. Peace.